Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. All right, it's a power morning rush, February 13th, Tuesday, 2024. Got all your entertainment news in one place, and we have a lot to get into. I'm joined today by Stephanie from the She's All Batch podcast to talk a little bit about last night's episode of The Bachelor. Plus, we've got some non-Bachelor entertainment news. Patrick Mahomes hits Disney World. Usher got married. Yeah! Dunkin' Donuts tracksuits are now selling off the shelves. They're completely sold out. And let's start with a little bit of a hangover from the Vegas weekend known as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's big, I mean, this was their big outing, right? And Natish Kanan, a film producer who partied with Taylor and Travis in Sin City, joined TMZ Live on Monday to paint a picture of what it was like to celebrate the big win alongside Hollywood's It Couple. Have a listen. Paint us a picture of the after party, and in particular, Taylor and Travis. They started the night out, I guess, first at Zook, and Taylor was on stage, and Post Malone was performing, and Wiz Khalifa, and they were just having the best time of their life, and they were playing Taylor Swift songs here and there, and Travis would, like, say words to her, and she would sing it back, and it was just, and they were making out on and off all night, and it was, they were just having the most honeymoon phase of their relationship, I would say. They were on stage together kissing. They were just having the best time in there. I think they just wanted to have the most normal relationship. And I think it's Taylor's having a complete opposite of her previous relationship. And she's just completely open in public with all of her friends out there. Patrick Mahomes, I'm assuming, was there too, right? He was. He was there. He was there at both places and at excess. What kind of shine did Patrick get compared to what kind of shine Travis got um, and the after right. parties? I'll tell you this, every time they would walk in or out or if they have to go to the bathroom or something, Patrick Mahomes could just walk right out in front of you and obviously people would film it or they'd pay attention, but Taylor and Travis literally took the spotlight for the night. What's your projection here? Is this thing gonna last? I don't know, like a lot of people say it's fake, but uh, you know, more and more that I was around them, I mean, Travis uh, seems like a very, uh, like he's not very clingy. Or I mean, I, okay, this is getting kind of weird. I mean, why are we interviewing this guy? I don't think it's fake. Will it last? That's a different question. I'll tell you what, they set the record. Massive Super Bowl ratings. 123 plus million viewers. The Taylor Swift effect is real. Last year's game reached 115 million. That was the most viewed of all time. Uh, we absolutely shattered that record with 123 million people. Like I said, uh, Patrick Mahomes, it was the Super hero he hit the disney parade after the all-night rager i mean who's got the time i would be having b vitamin shots i mean not sleeping in the uber from the airport either way he's clearly running on adrenaline he's got the kids the wife it is a good day in the mahomes household and not just mahomes as mentioned usher yeah got hitched on super bowl sunday mom was his witness usher didn't go to the little white wedding chapel in vegas to get hitched as so many celebs before him have done but he did another quick wedding spot nearby and his mother on hand to watch it all go down. TMZ obtained the full marriage certificate and it shows Mr. Raymond married Jen at Vegas weddings, literally right down the street and only slightly lesser known. All right, good for him. He got the marriage thing. I wonder if he wore his like halftime jumpsuit. Uh, Speaking of jumpsuits, Ben Affleck's Dunkin' Donuts tracksuit sold out in minutes. The Super Bowl ad sweetens the deal. That's right, the Dun King, uh, (laughs) this is the most massive thing ever, but if you watch the commercial, the Dun King orange 
jumpsuits are sold out. And boy, I tell you what, the last thing you want is to get in a conversation with a guy in a Red Sox hat. The next thing you don't want to do is deal with someone in a Dunkin' Donuts tracksuit. <laughs> unless they're handing out free donuts, just leave them alone. Pretend that you're on your iPhone or something. All right. Well, uh, we're recording this, of course, right after the Bachelor uh, episode that just hit. But it looks like, and I'm pulling it up as we speak, a reel was just dropped by Sydney. It was a two-on-one episode. Obviously, if you didn't watch last night's episode, uh, now's the chance to turn, tune away. But a two-on-one between Maria and Sydney ended with Maria getting sent home. And here's what Maria has to sh- say on an Instagram reel that was just posted. Have a listen. Bitch. So she's sharing voice messages, I guess people sent her from her DMs. Obviously not good to send any hate her way. I know that was really hard to hear. That is just two of the thousands of hurtful messages I've received these last couple weeks. I didn't know I could feel this low in my entire life. Every time I open up Instagram, TikTok, I'm constantly reminded of all the insecurities that it took me so long to overcome. To hear you're ugly, you look like a man, it almost feels like I went back to square one. I was told that I'd be better off dead. People struggle with suicide ideation. That is something that should not be taken lightly. That is not something that we should be joking about. We, as a society, need to be better. We need to do better. We deserve better. It's important to be aware that words you use, they pierce very deeply. When you are sending hate to me or another cast member, you may hate the character that was created on the show, but who's actually receiving that hate is a real human being. I can't speak of details of the show. However, I can say there are certain things that I wish I did differently and things I wish I didn't say. I will be keeping my comments off to protect my peace, my family and friends' peace as well. Thank you for listening. Well, I, I truly feel terrible for Sydney. I don't think anyone should go through the public shame that she's probably going through in dealing with the mean and hurtful troll comments. I absolutely think that's off base. Now, can we discuss Sydney on the episode? Sure, I think we should. I mean, from all I saw in the episode, it looked like Sydney was out of line to say she was being verbally abused by Maria when Maria wanted nothing to do with it. But I have to be honest, we don't always get the full story. So that doesn't mean I'm siding with Sydney. That just means I'm saying, look, maybe she's not a bad person. Maybe the show triggered her in ways that, you know, you know, triggers your inner child and you feel like you're competing with other women for love. I mean, it really, it really can dig up some nasty demons. Uh, so uh, my advice to Sydney would be, hey, take advantage of that free therapy that the show promises and work on that and don't worry what other people think of you. Remember, it's none of your business. All right, I've actually got a fantastic interview I can't wait to get to. That's coming up right after the break. Joining me today on Bachelor Rush Hour, and I don't do guests often, they're only people I love. It's Stephanie from the She's All Batch podcast. How are you? Hey Dave, thank you for me. Thank you for allowing me to be one of your few guests, if well, only. You might yes. you, you might be my first guest on the morning rush. This might be it. Um, I thank you so much for being here. I did want to jump in and talk about a little bit about the uh, week three of the Bachelor. But first, did you watch the Super Bowl? Are you a big Swifty? 
Um, I watched the Super Bowl. I fell asleep towards the end, and I actually had to Google in the morning who won the Super Bowl. I was one of those people. That's the oldest um, shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't do I like a big. You're not like a big uh, Super Bowl party. No. Are you a, I mean, a I beer had, drinker. No, God, Dave, do you, you even know me? I had wine. Oh, uh, you're the wine. Not you're like a wine spritzer in the summer. What do you like? What's what? What's the, when's the last time you got like drunk? I mean, like usually. Oh, you usually Most, okay. <laughs> when's the last time I was sober? No, I'm kidding. Do you record um, the podcast I mean, sober? Yes. Yeah. I don't think we've ever drank during the podcast. I also I get tired when I drink. That's same hence here. why I fell asleep during the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big. I mean, for me, I'm a I'm a big coffee or Diet Coke guy. It's like who's got you know we 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 just talked to actually for everyone listening. I just was on the She's All Batch podcast to review week three. I got to tell you, it's I love week four, Dave. It's week four. Is it week four? Yeah, you said it wrong. I I've didn't been, want to interrupt you. I've been saying podcast. week three. I, I don't even know what year it is. Is it week four already? Is it not? Yeah. Maybe it is. Re what do I know? Remember Lexi went on the date week four and week four never wins. We just talked about this. They, I had no idea. So tonight was the premiere night of The Bachelor. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, we're on different weeks here. But uh, anyway, I really love what you guys do. Uh, and I wanted to, I, I did want to break the fourth wall and talk briefly about your podcast all right, so you've had the successful podcast. I mean, would you call it a success? You guys are like the talk of the town. You guys are a big deal. Oh. I mean, right? I feel like you're like the you guys are like the hot girls in the in this school of content creation. Dave, that is so nice of you to say. I mean, I I would say it's a success in the sense that I've gotten to reach so many people, and I've gotten to interview hundreds of people that I've watched on TV that I got to ask questions to that I actually genuinely wondered versus like, I don't know, someone on someone just interviewing someone that they does they don't really know or care about. Like I get to interview people that I actually have an interest in and I care about what happened on the show. Um it's successful because we have listeners that come back every single week. So I think that's the success. I mean, do you, you know? feel do you what was the first moment where you were like, oh shoot, we've got like a going like was it a big guest you know because you've had some relatively good sized folks I mean you you guys you guys have gotten quite a decent amount of media from some of your interviews yeah um I mean I've been really surprised over the past two years who has like agreed to come on the show <laughs> I mean I think for me one of the big ones was um Chris Souls because Chris Souls doesn't do media and he's come on my show twice. So I, I'd like to think that that has something to do with the fact that he liked his time on on the show. And I remember like sliding in his DMs and like he answered relatively quickly and was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, what? Like, why do you want to talk to me? You haven't talked to anyone in years. So like, that was kind of a cool moment. But I mean, we've interviewed like, I don't know, tons of people. I mean, a lot of leads, Ben Higgins, Katie Thurston, Desiree Hartsock. Uh, you don't have to ben name, Flanig. you don't have to name names, but there must've been a few duds in there. I mean, some of these folks, <laughs> some of these folks get cast on their looks alone and then you, and then you meet them and it's vacuous. No, honestly, I wouldn't say that there have been any duds because I think even the people that may be contestants that didn't get a ton of screen time or didn't have like a lot of us, you know, much of a story, they end up having such a great story. Like there was, there was someone, um, Ed, who was from the Clacia season. He went on paradise. Do you remember him? Yeah. He, had, he was most known for like sitting with Chris Harrison, that one moment, like that's all he was known for. And like, I had to do an interview with him and I actually did it solo without my co-host. And I was like, 
what do I mean, besides that Chris Harrison moment, what is there to ask him? And I remember being like blown away in the interview. He shared so much tea, basically like compared paradise and the show to like prison, how they got like 30 minute breaks. Um, basically, oh, when they were in their hotel rooms before going down to paradise is like prison. You are in your hotel room the entire day. You get like 20 to 30 minute breaks um, and you can go walk to the gym but the gym is like five to 10 minutes away. So you, <laughs> after like 10 minutes in the gym, you have to walk back. You always have someone walking with you. And I'm like, this is literally like prison though. Like you don't get sunlight. You don't get things that like a normal human needs to like thrive. And I was just blown away. Like, that's just an example. I, we've interviewed a lot of people that were smaller characters on the show too. And I think they always have interesting stories too. Well, that's why I think your podcast is great because you don't come at, you don't come at it having been on the show. So you ask questions that fans want to hear about. I also, I, I, I do the Lord's work when it comes to criticizing shitty podcasts, but namely the corporate ones, the ones where you can tell they just, they're just there for the paycheck. What I love are your podcasts, reality, Steve game of roses, the podcasts that had to fight through the muck, you know, cause there's tens of thousands of these podcasts and really make mm -hmm. a name for yourself. And you guys have really done that with great branding. So anyway, I'm done fluffing you, you up. I'm done. Wait, so I will say though, Dave, the first time you covered us on YouTube, my stomach dropped. I was so anxious of what you were going to say. Why? I believe it was, um, I know what episode it was too. It was, um, when we interviewed those two girls who had the story about someone from the show that was like treating them disrespectfully in Vegas do you remember this? It Not was like a TikTok that went, really? Well, yes, you do, because you covered it. It was the first thing you ever covered about <laughs> I us. blacked out like, after. You're like, she's all batch podcast. And it was like, you did like a 20-minute YouTube video, and I saw it come up on my YouTube, and my stomach dropped. I'm like, what? I don't know. I didn't know you. And this was years ago. And I was like, what is this guy going to say about me? And I watched the whole thing, like literally holding my breath. And you didn't say anything mean, and that's when we became friends. Oh, very nice. Okay, that's all it, that's all it takes is you were, you were a decent <laughs> Just don't human. don't be mean to me, and I'll be your friend. So let's let's jump right into the good stuff. I want to talk Sydney. I want to talk Maria. Yes. I mean, if, you know, now if, you know, you know, your metaphorical lady boner, which which direction is it pointing here? Maria, forever and always. Forever and, and always. And I do have I do have a lady boner for Maria. I think she's just so hot, so dynamic. I think she is what the Bachelorette is made for, and I think she would be an iconic lead. And I think they'll be very. I think they would be very stupid to not take her up on that. Is it the eyebrows? You know, is, that, is, it, is it the eyebrows or the personality or a little bit of both? Is oh, it a combination oh. of eyebrows plus personality equals the eyebrows? Mainstay? Like, I don't want to be weird, but like, she's like, her lips are perfect. Her skin is perfect. Her hair is perfect. Like she's just gorgeous. She's perfect. Yeah. Love she's her. got, she's a Greek goddess. So what do you want from her? And she's from Canada, which I think has better personalities than us Americans. I'm sorry. Listen, mm -hmm. if you're from Jersey, where are you from? Are you Jersey or New York? New York. Tri-state has great personalities. New England Thanks. has good, maybe salty. There's some southern states. There's. I'm not. I'm not here to knock. I don't want to lose half my audience. But Canadians <laughs> can generally hang. All the Canadians, mm. the Caitlin Bristows we see. Uh, I think they're fun people on the show. And Maria, she brings. I mean, she must have been a nerdy kid. Like, I mean, you know what I mean. She must have had to develop kind of a, I don't know. I don't know, uh, you know, if she was, uh, you know, where like uh, I, she probably was cute as a button. I don't know, but I think she's uh, a five tool player as they call them here. And I think she's got all the markings to be a bachelorette. Uh, I know we talked about this on your podcast, but do you think 
Joey sees in her what we see in her. What, that she's like a bachelorette gold? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't think he's, I don't think she's right for him, but I think he's very interested in her maybe to get her, you know, to the fantasy suite or something. I don't know how much he actually sees like a deep connection with her forever. I think that's more for Daisy or Do you think Lexi. Lexi, yeah. Well, so Lexi's got it all too. Daisy, Lexi. I'm not a I'm not a huge Daisy fan. Just just on personality type. Like like I would I would friend zone Daisy, but she would be cool. Like you know what I mean. But Lexi, mm-hmm. you know, she would be what the guys call trouble. Same thing with Maria. You know that just like all right, these these girls they know how to you know they know how to work their contour lines, whatever the hell you women do <laughs> when you get spruced up. You know you know uh, combing the eyebrows north. You know what I mean. Like we you know mm-hmm. women you know you're. We, we had a, this conversation on your podcast. We're relatively the same age. I know you want to say you're a few months younger than me. No, but, I'm I'm not. Don't even do it. I already outed my age on one podcast. I don't need to do it on you're two. You're so young. Literally, as we're, t- as we're talking about it before in my head, I'm like, do I edit that part out? That was kind of funny. Do <laughs> no, I keep it in? I- <laughs> own it. Be, be your age. We're both 22, whatever. Yeah. No, but like when I was growing up, women had pencil thin eyebrows, you know, and now, yeah. now you have big eyebrows. Did you, did you try to hide those growing up or is that because it's oh. like- Go ahead. No, it used to be like now. Now it's like, you know, the Rachel Kirk Connells. Everyone wants a unibrow. No, I would kill to have um, brows like Maria. And I would have if I didn't pluck them in the 90s, which is what I think a lot of women my age can relate to. Because we all went through that phase of like, you see everyone on TV with these pencil thin eyebrows. And I, I looked and I have, I'm Italian and I had big eyebrows like Maria and... Yeah, I ruined them. Yeah, so it's, it's a wild time out there. I mean, now it's all eyebrows and squats. That's the that's the key to success out there <laughs> is CrossFit and eyebrows, and, and I can't be proven otherwise. So, do you no. think Joey? Let's just wrap up on this because every podcast does the X's and O's about every aspect of the show, so that's already covered. Do you think Joey? And be honest, if you had to bet your hard-earned money, is Joey going to be in a lasting relationship after this? Does he have those traits, or is it going to you know? I mean, odds are it's not going to work out. I mean, I think my gut says no, but I don't think it's because he doesn't have the traits to have a lasting relationship. I just don't think that this show is very good at producing long-lasting relationships. Obviously, it can. I don't think it's the norm, and I don't think it's going to happen this time around. Now, you're a great— I'm hopeful. You're a great Grippo gal, right? Yeah, I I, I like him. Is that relationship going to work out? Sure. Could you imagine Greg Grippo, Jason Tartik, Joey? Can you imagine just this batch of men if they're single out there at the bars? I mean, ladies, just no shot. No shot at what? Getting them? At 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 at, at anything. They're gonna run the town. <laughs> they're just, I don't know. I'm just I see these guys. They're just gonna be throwing their panties at them. Like, well, yeah, I mean back. you see like the Tyler Camerons of the world. It's like, I mean, I don't know what it is. It's not like they've got any real identifiable skills. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jason Tartik's super eligible. He's super wealthy. You know, he's got a he's got a super successful podcast, so he's making a killing. He's got all the looks, the teeth, he's the whole, and the hair is combed in the right direction. Yeah, I mean all his teeth. Uh, I mean, the bar is set pretty low for the ladies. Are you not five <laughs> foot tall and do you have teeth? I will take one of the two. Um, uh, nothing wrong with five foot tall out there, but uh, the ladies, you know, you like you want a full head of hair, you want eyebrows, and you want five ten and above. I, I've seen the the dating profiles out there. You're very you're very judgy people out there. Men will take scraps. We'll take whatever we can get. We're happy people. Um, but uh, no, I mean, it's just like I don't know. I look at Joey and I go, come on, this guy's he's, he's too pretty boy. He was a tennis pro. He hasn't had that. Much 
moment where he's been single with some fame? Do you really, you know, I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to see. You never know until these relationships are tried in the, in the real world. They, they don't count for anything. Dotton and Charity, no clue if they'll work out. Everyone wants to believe it, and every year we're hoodwinked when it doesn't. No, see, I think they will, but I think Joey reminds me a little bit of Ben Higgins and Daisy reminds me a little bit of Lauren Bushnell. And I believed Lauren and Ben more than anyone in the world. And I thought they were soulmates and I thought they were the picture perfect couple. Then they break up and you realize a lot more behind the scenes was going on. And they each have like kind of exposed some behind the scenes stuff that makes you wonder how much of it was really picture perfect. And I, I don't know. I just... I feel like I say this on my podcast a lot, but like I feel like we're fed a lot of stuff on social media and led to believe a certain narrative that isn't always the case. And then when people break up and you're so shocked by it, but it's probably not shocking to them and the people in their real lives. It's just shocking to us because we believed like the selfies on Instagram. Yeah, we get duped every time. Well, look, give my audience the best way to support you right now. That we they all say, I want to support She's All Batch. What do I gotta That's do? That's what they're saying. That's they what they're saying. Ask you. Please tell me how I can find her. And and as good friends of the program, I'd love for you to come back anytime you want. Please. I do too many of these episodes by myself. It's so nice to have someone to talk to, but how can people find you? Yeah, well, She's All Batch is available anywhere you get your podcasts. Every Wednesday, we have like our Bachelor-themed episode where we typically will have an interview with Bachelor alumni. We have a segment called Bachelor Encounters, which people submit stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. And it's just like, you know, the kind of like the demois of Bachelor Nation, like, oh, I met Ben Higgins at this coffee shop. This is what happened type thing. So that's a really fun segment. And we also have our segment where we cover just Bachelor news. We try to take like, a creep angle, which is what we call it. Um, kind of not really always doing mainstream news that everyone does, but try to go a little bit deeper into like who's unfollowing who, who liked what comment, what does that mean by that? So kind of like digging the behind the scenes. And um, yeah, and our interviews are kind of known for really exposing the producer edit, which is probably why the producers don't <laughs> love us, which is what we've revealed on our podcast uh, with the when we were chatting before. Um but yeah, I mean, we've spilled some pretty insane tea. Whoa. Well, I always say this. What? You got to break an egg to make an omelet, and you guys are serving, so you're doing the we right thing. We are serving all types of breakfast foods. Please. Omelets. Sharice. Uh, I don't know. Sunny side up <laughs> yeah. with other types keep, of eggs. Keep, keep going. <laughs> maybe uh, a stack. Hard boiled. There you go. Some pancakes on the side, maybe. Oh, I thought we were only doing eggs. What? Would I I like a varied <laughs> amount of breakfast. I like uh, I like All potatoes. Right. I'm Irish. Well, look, no everyone judgment. can go support you guys. So when's my episode with you coming out? Uh, Wednesday. Oh, oh, wait, I'm not done. Okay. We also, <laughs> every Friday, <laughs> we just launched recently um, Sound Off, where uh, it's more of a pop culture uh, segment. It comes out every Friday, and our listeners can Sound Off, send in questions, topics, and we're covering everything from, like, Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl, the truth about this Britney and Justin feud, um, Raquel Levis's podcast, Tom Sandoval and Nick's podcast. We dive into all like the hot um, pop culture topics that people are talking about, but you guys tell us what you want us to talk about. So that's happening every single Friday. So definitely check that out as well. You got that hot goss. Now, let me ask hot. you, be honest with you, how did I do on your show? Are you going to edit out my rants? Is that Do you do that? Do you just like listen to me <laughs> ranting know. and you go, I'm definitely not keeping this in? 
No, I'll keep your rants for sure. Okay. Why would I ever edit you? Well, we said a few things that are not going to make the cut, but uh, that's... Uh, well, yeah, no, I will. I definitely will edit you, but I won't edit anything that you will be unhappy about. I'm not editing you. I'm leaving you in the flesh. I'm I leaving know. You. I don't like that. I, you See, bared I, your soul here. I edit for like... Um, well, not like you need comedic timing, but like sometimes if like I make a joke and there isn't like an immediate laugh, I'll like want to edit out that dead space because to listen, it's way funnier to hear someone say a joke and hear a laugh right after, not to have like that space in the middle. So I'll edit for stuff like that or just like, I don't know. Do, well, you don't have a co-host. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> I got like, voices my, in my head. That's all I'm My co-host I and I will talk to each other about like non- podcast things while we're recording. So we need to edit that. Listen, stuff. I think people like to hear this. This is interesting to me. It's the behind the scenes of the she's all batch ladies. I'll do a documentary on you. Well, look, okay. come back anytime. I literally mean it. Tell Jackie, we well, said hi. Tell me when, cause I'll come back tomorrow every tomorrow? day. <laughs> I've hired you. <laughs> I'll have you back whenever you got some hot gossip or some hot news. Come tell me, come. I need okay. some correspondence over here. I need to take a vacation. How about this? How about this? Whenever my baby I'll take comes, over. will you take over? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to be okay. So give me your, give me your best, um, bachelor rush hour intro. Let's hear it. I'm going to put oh you on the God. spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going live in three, two, oh, one, God. go. All right, everyone, this is Dave Neal, your power <laughs> recapper, coming to you live. If you're driving to work on the rush hour, this is Bachelor Rush Hour. How's that? I liked it. Actually, can you send us off? Because I'll put this at the end. Give me a give me a good Bachelor. All right, here's what you got to do. Paint well, luckily, me... I'm an actual listener of you, Dave. You're a power listener. Like, I'm not just your friend. I l actually listen. What if you put me on the spot and I was like... Howdy ho, it's Dave Neal. Like, yeah, I don't actually we listen. cover tech news. It's like, that's not what it is. <laughs> All right, you're about to send a good batch of people off to work on their Tuesday morning. I want you uh -oh. to hit them with the high dopamine and give them a reason to go in there, kick that door down and make some money in three, oh, two, one, Wait, go. like you? Like you or am I being me? You're you. You're you. This is your guest host audition tape. In three, okay. two, one, you're live. Hey guys, if you're driving to work right now and you're really stressed about what's to come in the office, don't worry. You got this. Anything that's going to happen today, you could take today by the balls. Just own it. <laughs> you got it. Go in there and just do what you were made to do. Go. And also subscribe to She's All Batch Podcast. There it is, folks. All right. Have a good day, everybody. We'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Dave Neal. That was Stephanie from the She's All Batch Podcast. We'll see you later. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.